Welcome to Roll More, a Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast set in space. My name's Cody Wilson. I play Ludochoros. I don't have a rhyme this week. Uh, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I Let's make one really... up right now. Often on time, but never without a rhyme, Ludochoros. <laughs> Corvus is Ada's character. Uh... But my Ludo fact for today is uh, that he was the Quiz Bowl champion at, uh, at school. Um, he knows so many useless facts that it is uh, actually unreal. And that's my Ludo fact. So I'm going to pass it over to Ada. Hi, my name is Ada. I play Corvus the Wood Elf Druid. And today my fun fact is a Ludo fact. Corvus originally got close to Ludo as a means to get closer to the Morn elites. Um, on their behalf, I say sorry. <laughs> so, so Corvus was planning to assassinate Ludo's parents? Is that what I'm understanding? Nobody said that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody denied it either. Uh, that I mean, you know, uh, Ludo might end up assassinating his parents. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have to pass it on to someone. Who yeah. wants to go next? <laughs> well, you'd think after, uh, after 11 episodes we'd have this thing done by now. I see you that think? Glob has Thanks. raised his hand. Their hand. <laughs> Their... What, what is this? Hi, Girl. my name is Lee. I play uh, Glob. Uh, no surname. <clears throat> I don't really know what down is. I mean, I just crawl along the walls sometime and get lost. <laughs> Glob has no sense of vertical direction. I have no sense of any direction. Oh, I just get lost. If you send me to the corner store, I am gone for the day. And we should note that this is the character most adamant to fly the ship. I am a great star oh captain. God. I always find new things. One time, Glob went out for a pack of smokes. Never came back. Went Somebody out for a pack a of smoke and then went on a space adventure. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some random guy that survived on Morn and is still waiting on Glob to bring him his pack of smokes. One hundred percent. Who hasn't gone? Me. You. Hi, I'm Salem Strong, and I play um, Hayes, the roguishly charming phantom rogue. Um, and my fact for Hayes is, oh, I just had it, and it completely went away. Damn it, Salem. It's the most Hayes thing you could have done. This is, this oh is my fucking god, I swear to god I have one. What? Oh, it was in your head and you lost it. Yes. Yes, I, you I just had window. it in my head. No. <laughs> oh, like, I wow. thought of a fucking fact. And then as soon as I started talking, I was like, there it goes. Goodbye. It was It was too ready right yeah. out of the gate. It just wanted, it wanted to go buck wild. And it went too I have it. I've got show. it. I remember it. Okay. Um, you want to know how I remembered it? I was thinking about um, all the things that was like stuck inside of um glob like 
<laughs> like one of those dogs that um, has like the really long fur and it goes out, runs around during fall and it comes back. It's got like sticks and leaves all in the like hair and it's all knotted. And it's like, how did you do that? How? It starts speaking Anyways. in strange earthly tongues and you realize it's not <laughs> your dog, dog at all, you? but an ancient <laughs> forest spirit. Yeah. Find another the dog in your dog. It happens to everyone. It's Corvus. Um, so my oh my, my haystack. Right <laughs> oh my god, yeah. God, this this is already off the rails. My haze fact for um for this episode is that um they are they they view fashion over function. Meaning, even if it's fucking freezing outside, they feel like wearing shorts, they're gonna wear shorts. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. That's all I have. Is that just being stubborn? No, it's, well, a little bit, but. It's not about being stubborn. It's about what's in, all right? You just don't get it, Lee. It's about aesthetics. Is it like the inverse of how I wore a jacket during the summer as a teenager? Is it like the inverse of that? And like, I um, just like refused to not. Well, I don't think it was specific to the cold. I think it was just an example. Uh, okay. Let's see. They don't slay to live. They hypothermia live. is in this year. What, what, what's their favorite, what's their favorite uh, kind of style of clothing? Um, well, because I'm basing this off of Chris, like, um, that fact was based off of Chris. I want to say Hawaiian shirts, but that's not Hey, where's, no. Where's Hawaii in space? <laughs> you don't want to go there. It's, yeah, it's, it's a bad place. It's in the middle of the Pacific. The dinosaurs still Nebula. exist. It's it's rough. <laughs> no, Hayes, Hayes likes anything that, like, you just look at it and you're like, what? what's the point of that? Like, why? why on earth is that even a thing? Anything that embodies that, that's Hayes. So that's their favorite super, type of clothes. Super counterculture. Very extra, yeah. You should have just said nothing. And the at, you know what? Is Hayes a nudist? <laughs> no, Corvus was. This just <laughs> the characters in Veggie Tales are nudists. <laughs> Yeah, if, but that's for, uh, that's for holy like purposes. That's for holy reasons. <laughs> it's not against the law if it's for religious purposes. Right? <laughs> Sonic the uh, Hedgehog doesn't wear pants. You you heard it here first, folks. Veggie Tales, they're nudists because of their religion. <laughs> Evidence? <laughs> that's what that's what they They wear hats, the so about, there's right? clothes. And they wear towels. Just because hats exist does not give the implication that all other garments exist. But they do, though, because I specifically remember, like, people wearing, like, armor and stuff. I think it was, like, little potatoes or something. Yeah, the tomato wore armor that one time, and then there was that time they were superheroes, so they wear clothes. Sometimes. Yeah, so it's a choice. Most of the the time they don't, meaning they're nudists. So they're nudists. Again. Yeah, that's right, Spee. How's it going, Ludo? How's it going? I'm glad you guys made it back to the ship. That was some crazy stuff you encountered. Hey, you want to help me recap the folks on what happened last time? (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining a rap instrumental behind this. That's how it feels to be put on the spot, Cody. (laughs) 
<laughs> you were supposed to plan to do the recap. I wasn't supposed to plan to do the recap. Hey guys, it's me, Ken. Everybody's back on the boat now, but some crazy stuff happened. I wasn't really present for what was going on. They kind of left me with the ship, and I was doing little spirally donuts out into the black abyss, you know, but, uh... They kind of calmed me all up in the few seconds since they've been back. It sounds like they were kind of locked up down there, and, uh, Ludo went in and tried to save them. They, uh, planted some sort of seeds of deception in, uh, the captain's mind about an explosive being attached to the underneath of the ship, but it wasn't really there. It was all just Ludo fucking with him, right? Uh, so he sends a bunch of guys overboard to look for this thing, and, well, the crew is thinned out. This, uh, this bunch of jackasses, they run up to the top of the ship after lighting a real explosive <laughs> in the lower decks, um, giving themselves an unnecessary time limit. And uh, they get back up top, they meet back up with that uh, wacky group of pirates they met, and uh, try to rescue some of them, get into a, an escape ship, uh, sort of a little dinghy on the side of this, this big-ass uh, flagship, and uh, immediately fail, honestly, to successfully move this thing. And everybody starts falling off, they save most of them, some of them are back on the ship, who knows if some of them even lived. But uh, they caught up with me on the little journey of exploration I was taking, um, and they have uh, just touched down with that guy, Rick, the uh, orc from that pirate crew. He seems to be the only one that survived, as far as I can tell. But uh, they also left that skull mask on uh, on the dinghy as we uh, sailed away into the night. The endless night. Uh, anyways, to the show. Hey, Ken, who are you talking to, anyways? It's none of your business, Glob. Are you keeping a Sorry, journal? It's, listen, even if... I was. The writing is very small, okay? And I doubt you could even read it if you can read. Okay? I can't. So, but I can draw good. Well, these are my pages. You can go find your own paper. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Oh, when you say your wall. writing is chicken scratch? Hey, I'm oh, gonna give hey, you five seconds here too. to turn around and walk away, okay? You got five seconds, buddy. Hayes is on the floor dying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ken, is that a, is that a tape recorder? Can I, can I, can I, can I play my 8-tracks? No, you can't play your 8-tracks. Why do you even have 8-tracks? This is <laughs> for my... Can you okay, listen, if we're gonna journals. be on this kind of, if we're gonna be on this sort of exploration together out here, drifting in space, we're gonna have to set some personal boundaries, one of which I, being that I you take, do not I take touch Ken's diary. or ask or acknowledge. Glop. <laughs> I eat it. fucking <laughs> And then just, like, glob away. And then I try to like squirm under our door frame, but the hole isn't big enough for the diary, so it just gets pooped out. <laughs> he kind of trots over and picks up this goopy, wet diary now, and just looks at all of you, and squints, and walks away. Hey, um... We love you! <laughs> he flips you off as he leaves. <laughs> With one hey. tiny little rat middle finger. <laughs> Hey, uh, Rick, do you think we could we could talk for just a just a hot minute? Yeah, um, are you done? I assume you were talking to the rat? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I was, um, translating all of that. Hear the other side of the conversation. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was just me talking to the rat, relaying everything everyone was saying. Uh, so, um, I was just, uh, wondering how, uh, how you felt about all of that stuff that, uh, happened back there. Well, it's been about five minutes since it happened, so not not a lot of time to process, if I'm going to be honest. 
Um, I imagine if you give me about another ten minutes, I will be um, unreachable emotionally. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, really sorry about you, about your crew, man. Uh, every every time you bring it up, that, that ten minutes just gets shorter and shorter. <laughs> well, okay. Um, in in that case, uh, would it be okay if I asked you um, how bad is it that we didn't get that uh, scroll back? I don't know where it was going. So is it is it like something they can use to get us later? Like where they go, is that really bad for us that they go there? Or does it not matter? Uh, I don't know that they would have much reason to go there. It's not that they would be unwelcome, but it definitely puts us in a bad place not to be able to travel there. So I guess we are braving space. Seems that way. Do you know where we are? Hayes is um, probably the one flying the ship, so... Hey, Diem, where are we? What's going on? So you are speeding away from the Greenway at probably as fast as this ship can take you. Um, you guys have made it, like, the massive ghoulish ship did not uh, make chase, really. I mean, part of it blew up, right? So um, right now you are just coasting on the the astral tides of this space between uh, essentially in the astral sea for visual purposes. We'll call it that. But right now, all that you can see in front of you is just a massive expanse of purples and greens and soft blues just littered with innumerable stars. Um, Rick was not the navigator of that crew. Um, nor was he anything close. Uh, he was mostly just muscle. Um, so it is kind of up to you guys to navigate your way to where you're going to go next. Um, there is... I'm just going to check something real quick. Is there treasure? This is a pirate ship. On the ship? Yeah, well, what's, um, we never got a chance to search it, search it. They're like, they're goodies? Um... Go and make an investigation check for me. Uh, what do I what do I get to my investigation? Um Wait, that's right, because we're not on our ship. I forgot that we're on the other one, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh yeah, that's somebody a... wrecked our other ship and it's got a big <laughs> hole in it. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, somebody did. Uh that's a fourteen. Uh a fourteen? Fourteen. Okay. Um, I mean there's some money stowed away on here. There's probably about a thousand gold pieces sewed away. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, there's some extra weaponry. There's food stocks, which is good to know. Um, beyond that, a lot of the treasure that they kept, they kept on themselves. Mm. Um, and they were largely like bounty hunters of a sort, like contract workers. So they worked mostly for coin. Mm. Um, but yeah, with a 14, that's really all you find. Do you guys want to do you, I could just put this I, do you want me to like put the money in my in my lighter cuz I could we'd have to only get it out once a day but like we could just store all our goodies in there Everybody everybody I found a cat responsible looking for We found a I found a cat Hayes reaches over and scratches um Corvus cat behind the ears Corvus behaves exactly as a cat would 
you begin to purr and sort of nestle underneath the hand, getting it wherever you you feel it should be, rather than wherever Hayes places it. Yep. Um, so let me ask you guys this: uh, only Hayes has really been out into space. Is that correct? I know Corvus hasn't. Glob has not, as far as I know. I was born in space. I lived my whole life in space. But in a voyaging sense. Oh no. Oh no. I I do appreciate that Glob, like there's no line between like Lee and Glob. Glob just talks to me as the DM. It's lovely. I love it. Um, Has Ludo been? I mean, probably. Probably not like long trips, but you know, like yachts and like uh, probably Space visited yacht. some like you know some like offshore drilling locations. Space you know, that Cancun. Kind of thing. Right. Yeah, because yeah, you mentioned him going to like a private school as well at some point that wasn't on Morn. Right, right. He was like sent off to a private school yeah. somewhere. The uh, like Space Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like a magic school. I mean, like, you know, I I'll let I'll let Sam like do that yeah. section of world building, but you know. So so this is really fun because I ran a session recently for a different group that I run for that was all about travel. Um, I now get to ask you guys, where is it? Now, obviously, I don't have a map prepared for you or anything like that, so we can get a little bit creative here. Where is sort of the idea of a place that you would want to be heading? Now, Hayes, you're manning the ship, so you would have more control over this. But as a, a conversation between your group... Um, and if you want to try to ask Rick or even maybe Ken or Peter and Percival, though the two of them probably won't have much to say about it, um, sort of what kind of place are you looking for? Refuge, uh, you know, a city, a town, small locales, pit stops, somewhere to hide, somewhere to adventure, trying to meet up with other contacts. What are you interested in? I think... Um, Hayes is thinking about, like, we should try and figure out how to get a different ship, whether it be, like, bartering or stealing one. Um, uh, so, like, maybe they talk to, um, Rick about that. Like, hey, is there any, like, do you think that there would be a reason? Hang on. Can we, like, can we, like, in-character roundtable? Like, just, like, have everyone, like... Like put the ship on autopilot and just like get Don't worry, all the Ken, Ken, Ken steps up to take the wheel. <laughs> Ken's got this. Um, Does he um, though? Well, what, what, where is there? Is there anywhere we we can go that's you know safe? Would um would Hayes know of like any safe havens like that? Just, um, make make a history check. Well, your choice: history or survival. We could go to Space Tortuga. I'm going to do Survival because I have a plus one in History and plus four in Survival. There you go. Well, that dropped off the table. Get it together, Salem. Okay, so that's an 18 total. 18 total. All right. So as far as survival methods go, you you what was the specifics of the question again? You were asking for just somewhere safe you could go? Yeah, like would um would Hayes know of anywhere um, kind of like a like a safe haven I guess. Super close by, nowhere that you know of would act as like, you know, one of your prime locations in your mind for safety. There are small hideaways and wreckage, uh, you know, 
caravans and stuff like that that exist scattered across all reaches of the cosmos, um, tethered to asteroids and stuff like that. Uh, the closest thing you can think of would be a couple days journey to get to just somewhere large enough that you could kind of just blend in, hide away, maybe find a way to just sell this ship, if that's what you're thinking of and something like that. In order to do that, you would have to get to a warp gate to actually um, shoot yourselves across the realms of the Goldaren Gaze and arrive. Otherwise, it would take you years. Or you can sort of roam and come across whatever you may come across. Getting through the gates is going to be a challenge in and of itself because it requires certain credentials or, in your experience, a large amount of convincing and or deception because <laughs> all warp gates are manned by the Goldaring. Actually, you know what? Give me a straight intelligence check. I would like to roll on That's this. That's a 12. A 12? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, as far as anyone really knows, every warp gate is manned by and controlled by the Goldaren Gaze, the acting high military empirical government that has sort of claimed the majority of the Astral Sea, as it were, this space between worlds. Um, any warp gate that exists beyond their juris, like, beyond their, uh, control is extremely illegal and also extremely janky and cobbled together of scavenged parts from broken warp gates they exist and it would be difficult to find one but they'll pretty much let anyone through one of those okay yeah hmm. okay then i'm gonna um hate is going to basically open up to discussion like like all right well what are our priorities right now like Safety, money, adventure, getting rich, danger. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really know, guys. Um, you know, we've we've been running since we left Morn. We were kind of doing all right there, I guess. I found a giant skull cloud on the map. We should go there. Hey, um, Ludo, I think it might not be the best to go back to Morn. No, no, I mean, how... I mean, finding a, a place oh, to, okay. to to just to just be where we don't have to keep running. Is Ludo well, looking to settle down? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just well, want to... Never... I just want to find a nice day job, guys, to be <laughs> honest. Like, just good salary. But, you know, we do have a ship. We can go really wherever we want, I guess, if we can get to something. I would assume Hayes tells us about the, the warp gate situation. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. 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 As, as, if we get to Warpgate, we can we can go anywhere. Uh, we, can, we can go check out Hawaii if we want to. As much as I love the beach, um, we would have to have credentials. Would Hayes know like how to get those credentials or like what? So to get credentials, which this is actually going to bring up another thing that I'm going to ask of Ludo here. But to get credentials, you would have to either steal them off of somebody that has them, um, or go and like purchase them basically from a counterfeiter or a black market dealer to acquire ones that have either been counterfeited or have been scavenged off of other beings um and those can be found in most scummy sort of little hideaways uh across the stars um now i'm gonna ask you ludo 
being of nobility of Morn, you would have had um, credentials to travel um, given by the Goldaren Gaze. Would is that something you feel Luda would have grabbed before leaving home and going into the city? Um, to sort of yeah, are we talking? Are we talking like a passport? Like Basically, something that he yeah. would? Yeah, I mean, he'd he'd take like his wallet and stuff. You know, he'd take like his his identification. Give you a passport in your wallet. I do actually. I have a passport really? card. I, yeah, I have How a passport you card. Wallet? Well, it's it's like a card. A card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have the passport card in my wallet. Um, I'm actually just getting uh, my first ever passport. Uh, it's being shipped to me in a couple weeks here. So that's cool. That's just a little fun fact about. I don't get to give fun <laughs> character facts, so this, this is a fun <laughs> Sam fact for all you guys at home. Um, Glob climbs a nearby pillar next to Haze. What was all that with you pretending to be Ludo? And, like, the people were trying to get Ludo? What's going on? What are you hiding? Uh, well, it seems like my mom... You see Hayes panic a little bit before, like, they, um, recover. Um, well, they were, you know, hunting Ludo down. I couldn't just, like, let them get to him that easily. Uh Uh-huh. Ludo, why are they tracking down? Uh, well, it sounded kind of like they were working for my mom. Uh, my Enjoy. mom's not not great. Not not great. Um, Why don't we just go say hi and tell her that you're okay? No, that 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 definitely is not what we should do. But it does bring up um, something I I that we might be able to use. Um, I do have an uncle who would at least not be working for my mom. <gasps> um, he is. You have an uncle? Yeah. Um, so if we're looking for someone that is a little bit uh, under the radar, if we don't think we can get through this gate, even with my passport, because they might be paid off by my mom, um, he's kind of a smuggler. Um, he's not a he's not a great dude. Uh, I'm a bit of a under the radar too. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, what, what's your uncle's name? Hayes uh, wants to see if they have ever worked with or worked for this guy. Uh, I think he goes by Xander Koros now. Uh, his name's Alexander, but he goes by Xander. Uh, DM, what do you think? I, I think I, I think mm. I have told, mentioned this to Sam before. He, uh, that I, Alex has this kind of evil asshole uncle. It, that... it sounds like the name Xander sounds vaguely familiar, but I think it, it was mentioned one time. And so you're saying this and I'm kind of like, I, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I love it. Uh, he's he's uh, in. So this is kind of you can cut this out, Lee, because it's not really relevant to the to the podcast itself. But in, in his original version, um, he was attempting to assassinate Ludo's parents uh, mm. because he wanted like he was the older child. But oh, he was trying his, to, yeah. yeah. So, but he didn't get the 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 family business. Uh, he was kind of like ousted because he's just kind of an asshole. Right. Um, but he's kind of like a smuggler now. Okay. Very interesting. Wonderful. I love it. Uh, Hayes, you tell me. Has Hayes ever worked with Xander Koros? Let's flip a coin. Let's say <laughs> Cthulhu. Yes. One. No. Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. You know Xander Koros. He is a fucking piece of work. Um, honestly, though, usually doesn't operate too terribly far from where you are now in the scheme of space. Um, 
probably a journey you could take without a warp gate, but you'd also have to deal with Xander and the people that hang around with him. Very true, very true. You know, though, that pretty much anything you could want, Xander can get. It's just a matter of the price. Very true, and Hayes really wants a fucking um, criminal Pokédex again. You know, I, I've... I've had some dealings with your uncle. Not my favorite person in the world, but if there's things we want, we can probably somehow get. Yeah, but we shouldn't, probably shouldn't mention that my mom's looking for me. Um, should probably just keep that on the, on the low. Uh, you think he wouldn't already know? I mean, probably not. They don't talk and he kind of doesn't like them they kind of kicked him out, you know? He's not really allowed on Morn anymore. So what is your relationship to your uncle? How, how's, how's that? Uh, I mean, you know, he'd bring me stuff that he stole. It's, it's kind of it's kind of okay, I guess. We, we never really talked much. He just, like, brought me random junk that he stole from people. Mm-hmm. And didn't talk a whole lot. Um, you think maybe he would possibly use you as a, a bargaining chip to get what he wants from your oh, parents. Oh, definitely, but we should probably offer him something. Okay. Well, we don't really have anything right now. Can I check out the, the captain's quarters? See what yeah. Botelamont had? Hey, has anybody seen Corvus? During this yeah, they're right here. I imagine it's already been like a long rest, so Corvus would no longer be a captain. Um, this ah. is technically happening within like the first hour do you guys get on the ship? So it's up to you if you're still a cat or not. Well, there I guess at this point you'd probably be, yeah, you're, but you're running towards the end of your cat uh, timeline unless you want to cast it again. Um. Oh, so would Corvus still be a cat, but like at the end of the time? That yeah, you probably got like 15 minutes left. Okay, Did cool. you know that druids can short rest twice as fast when they're a cat? Is this true? <laughs> what? No, but it should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Don't listen to me. No, Lee. but it should be. <laughs> okay. Well, at this point, Corvus um, telepathically words, okay, interjects meow. Meow. To everybody. You, you Good point, it. Corvus. Oh, okay. Corvus, why are you meowing in my head? I'm sorry. I meant to say hello. Have you always been able to do that? Where's Corvus? I hear Corvus. I don't see Corvus. I'm the cat. Hey, buddy. Wow. Corvus is the cat. Corvus is not a cat. Corvus is a bear. And a spider. And a cat. I can be many things, Glob, just like you. I don't know how to think about this. I'm starting to have a panic attack. To answer your question, Ludo, I think something changed since I last slept or was knocked out. You hit puberty. Remember. (laughs) But I've been watching you all while you sleep. I, I think. <laughs> okay. I think it. Have you been hearing me in your dreams? Boy, this just gets weirder with every word. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think so. I've been trying. One to second. You. I'm gonna message Sam real quick about something very important. Okay. The the rest of you. Wait. Do you need them to pause, or can they continue what they were doing? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, wait, what? I don't know. I'm. Pause, hang on. Pause. Pause. Cut this out. <laughs> Cut it all. 
Let's restart. <laughs> you know, Corvus, I don't know if we've actually had a little slumber party before. That's because I watch you all when you're sleeping, so I'm not okay. slumbering. Is, is so this when do you real... sleep? Um, I don't really. We wood elves go into a trance. It's really easy to go into a trance. First, I... I start with your eyes, and then... You start with our eyes? I, I, what sorry? does that mean? I, I meditate on each of your individual features. <laughs> like on top of them, or just mentally? It depends on whether or not Corvus is a cat. <laughs> okay. So like, ha okay, question. Has Corvus actually done this? Yeah. Okay. They just Sam, I guess what do we do? Uh I'll say for the purpose of this, Ada, go ahead and make me a a perception check retroactively. Okay. <laughs> Retroactive. Oh, retroactively since the beginning of since before the campaign even starts. Okay, so I got a nat twenty, but let me add <laughs> add four for twenty-four. Well, shit. Okay, cool. So, Salem, I need you, I guess, to send what Corvus would have perceived. Okay. Just as a, a recap, I guess, Corvus has been meditating on you all because they find you very interesting. And at the same time, they've been trying to reach you in your dreams for some reason. And they've oh. actually developed that skill. Corvus, so that time I woke up and I was surrounded by crystals, that was you? I... No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's happened again. Will, we, we could take years to try to figure out what that means. Cor Corvus makes a mental note to try to find a plasmoid doctor somewhere in space. Plasmoid. He's having the crystal dream. <laughs> Getting oh, no. plasmoid stones. Plasmoid stones. That sounds what like is... a thing that could happen. Corvus takes out their notebook. So, what color are these crystals, and what shape glob? They're long and skinny. They have yellow and green hues, and little flakes of metal in them. Yellow and green hues, flakes of metal. Interesting. This sounds a lot like yourself, glob. Yeah, it's so weird. Usually, if I eat a lot of stuff, and I'm really full, they'll, like, be there the next morning, and I won't be so full. Interesting. It sounds like a waste product, Glob. Don't give it too much thought, my friend. I don't know how to put those words together to make the thought. <laughs> just don't worry, Glob. It wasn't me. It's just a natural thing that happened, I think. It would be nice if it was, though, that I could be like, Oh, she did it, or they did it. But now, it's a mystery. Uh, I... Lee is out here doing hard lore building for the plasmoid species. <laughs> Everybody, plasmoids. Just so you know. For all of you out there who had that specific question about plasmoids, you're welcome. Um, I would actually, uh, all of you make perception checks for me. Okay, I'm good at those. <laughs> God, I got another net twenty. Oh my God! It's a twenty-four. You know what's happening? Uh, I, I got, got an eleven. I got a nine. I got okay. an eighteen total. Okay, cool. So you said for investigation? Perception. No, perception. Yeah, 18 total. Sorry. Okay. So for Hayes and Corvus, um, at some point while you've been on here, 
you can see through either a window or you're out on the deck of the ship. You can see in the distance in this sort of asteroid belt that rests not too far from the Greenway. I mean, you guys exited uh, uh, exited Morn and got to the Greenway in a fairly short amount of time. Um, you can see this sort of lonely uh, asteroid larger than all the others. Um, this sort of reddish atmosphere around it. Uh, I mean, the planet is still there, for sure. I would say that for Corvus, at least in cat form, peering through the sort of veil of stars, something in your mind, that bit of latent druidic energy that is innately connected to Alcarin itself, sort of threads your vision and gives you sight down to the surface for a moment, in almost like a daydream. You can see that Aside from the smokestacks and the still sort of reddish glow of a city fresh burnt in many places, the city of Morn still stands, especially the inner ring of it, where all of the, as Corvus would put it, where the elite reside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more the, the slums and stuff like that are burnt up, um, toppled over, laid waste too. But the further it gets... The closer it gets to the center, the more intact it remains. And you still see probably about a hundred ships floating and circling above the city proper. Um, I think Corvus would be concerned with like the outermost areas. Are there like any natural areas that still remain? I guess it would be like crater waste mostly. Yeah, the crater wastes are pretty well all that's left except for like one one large acreage that is specifically protected by Koros Industries. Um, it belongs to them, and they keep it sort of in this biosphere that uh, maintains the original... Um, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, the original terraformed uh, surface of Alcrim. Um, that still remains untouched, as best you know. And as a druid on Alcrin, you can kind of... You've always been connected to that space. Not that you've ever been able to enter it, but you always know that it's there. It's this last sort of beating heart of the original woodlands of the the uh, planet. And it still exists. And you can actually... You would know the direction it's in, and looking over in that direction past the city a little ways, you can see this sort of pale bluish-green bubble on the surface of Alcrin. Um, and there is a massive ship hovering over it. Thank you. So that's what you know about that. Now, you guys are heading to find Xander Koros. This is correct, yes? Yes. Uh, Ada, can I get you to check your messages real quick? It's just a yes or no. Real quick, yes. Um, Hayes, are you still the one driving the ship? Yes. Awesome. I would like for you to make, uh, we'll just call it another survival check for me. Okay. You would know the general area that he operates in. It's going to take you just a handful of days, probably, in standard time to get there. But you know the way. That's that's an 11. 11. Okay. So you don't cut down at any time. You don't really gain any time. But you kind of keep the ship at a steady pace, trying not to run out the actual arcane engine of it uh, at all. Glob, Glob is on their shoulder like a parrot 
In fact, uh, they, they, <laughs> they kind of try to shapeshift into a parrot and go, ah, I'm okay. I'm a Corvid uh, parrot. Ah. Um, Sam, on one of the nights, would it be okay if I, I had Ludo do something that we're that we're kind of traveling? I'm I'm about to ask you guys if there's anything you would like to do in the following probably next three-ish days that transpire. Just if there's any little in particular thing you'd like to do. I'm gonna so, double down on being a best uh, p- uh, parrot possible. I'm really gonna practice that being a parrot. Roll me a roll me a straight charisma check. Straight charisma check, not a yeah. gay charisma check. Congratulations. Not in this Lee. house. That's you've, a you've made seven. the greatest joke ever. Salem That's approves. That's a seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay. You believe that you have become the best parrot that you are capable of. Maybe the best parrot in the galaxy. Um, for the rest parrot of you, noise. Glob... <laughs> parrot? Glob kind of, for the next three days, just shuffles around the ship as the weirdest half-parrot melting Cronenberg, just awful formation that you've ever seen. Um, occasionally making small gurgling, squawking noises. Kin, after seeing it the first day, does not come out of his uh, hidey hole for the rest of this journey. He is mortally terrified of this visage. <laughs> for the rest of you. Literally, I... you can go ahead, yeah. I, I, I know I want to do at least one thing for sure. I want to put all of the, the thousand gold into my into my lighter uh, so that it's safe. Okay. Um, since I have multiple long rests to, to, to go in and out of my lighter. Yes. Um, I would also like to pull out my lighter. So I, I, I'm picturing it's probably like late. Uh, we've, we've all like kind of turned in and uh, Ludo pulls out the lighter and he kind of like whispers into it. Was something trying to trying to communicate with me? But when I was hiding in the ship, is there anything anything here? I thought I felt something. Are you asking the lighter, or are you asking me? I'm asking the lighter. Okay. Hmm. Uh, can you give me a quick refresher? It was the. Did I have you make a wisdom saving throw for that when something was trying to contact? I think you? that sounds right. I think so. Um, go ahead and just make a charisma check for me. Okay. That's a 18. Very good. You are sitting there kind of whispering to the lighter. You're not getting any response. But after a moment, you feel it begin to get hot in your hand. It begins to slowly warm up like a heating pad almost until it, you're kind of worried that it's not going to stop heating up. It feels oh, like it's oh. a pot boiling over. Oh no, that's that's uh oh dear. Do you drop it on the ground or do you hold on to it? Uh I think I, I think hold on, let me let me let me roll for let me roll for little hold on. Yeah, he holds on to it. He he like grabs grabs it real tight. Okay. It starts to vibrate a little bit as it continues to grow hotter. You can see the actual cap on it is beginning to rattle a little bit. It's a flip lighter, right? Yeah, it yeah, like open. A, yeah. Yep. You can see that the cap on it is beginning to rattle a little bit like it's trying to flick itself open. Uh, I, I flick it open. You flick it open without even igniting uh, the flint on it. It lights itself. And this tall, lean flame just kind of sits there perfectly still before wavering just the tiniest bit. And as it wavers, you swear you see sort of 
in the shadows on the floor, a figure made out briefly, just kind of standing there. The shadows actually, without you moving the lighter at all, the shadows begin to move up onto the wall. You can see this very tall outline that the shadows are making of this broad, very, even just in this, you know, outline you can see very regal figure and posture. Um, this, the, the outline, like, it's not a shadow itself. The light is creating the body of the figure. The shadows are just creating the form of it. What, what are you? What was your question, boy? I, I was, I, I wanted to know who, who was reaching out to me. There are many beings across the cosmos that have the ability to infiltrate into another's mind. I believe that what we resisted was an unwanted contactor. One of the people who was hunting you. You're welcome, by the way. Well, well thank you, but I, I mean, I mean, who are, who are you? I thought you were reaching out to me on the ship when I was hiding. I reach out to you always. Every time you call upon the winds of the universe to impose your will through magical means. I'm the other sin, the other side of your chains, little chorus. So you're, you're why I blow stuff up? I, I don't want to blow stuff up. Can I stop blowing stuff up, please? That's not a conversation to have with me, I'm afraid. But what does that mean? I provide your ability to, as you say, blow stuff up. You're allowed to use it however you wish. But the reason I provide it to you lies in a different arrangement. So if you wish to know the nature of your abilities, that is something to take up with your maternal figure. Ludo kind of slumps back onto the bed and just kind of closes the lighter. And I think he just goes to sleep. Yeah, you close the lighter. As soon as you close it, darkness in the room. For a second, as the light on the wall disappears, it burns down into just two eyes that sit there before smoldering away. It's gone. Somebody else can do something. I don't think I'm going to tell anyone <laughs> about that right now. Alrighty. So in more lighthearted um, news. I mean... No, I was, I was going to say, uh, Hayes wants to talk to Corvus sometime about um, what they know. But uh, if anyone else wants to do something first, I'm fine with that. So Corvus um, sees that Glob is practicing being a parrot and finds this very um, endearing um, since they're not using their wild shape for anything else in these three days, they are just changing into different animals that they've seen um, to show Glob, and they just fool around, I guess. And um, additionally, Corvus wants to check out the stored weapons on the skiff and see if there's any staves. Uh, any staves? Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Okay. Glob is now officially Corvus's sidekick. And they stick Aww. with them the entire time. So I got a five total. I mean, there's a walking stick, like kind of a nice cane, but nothing staff. Glob, Glob's giving them the help action. <laughs> Do you have proficiency in an investigation? Oh, absolutely not. Unfortunately, Glob is providing emotional support, but nothing. I got proficiency in sleight of hand and stealth. <laughs> I still don't understand how. Yeah, there's no hand to be slight with. Well, that's the thing. The, the hand was never even there. No one would ah. know. 
I mean, there's a trail of slime that leads back from it, but you know, that could be anyone's. Th yeah, that's that. That could be anybody's slime. Who <laughs> <laughs> let all these giant snails on the ship? You can't prove it was me. <laughs> you don't have anything. Corvus looks insulted that you called them a snail when they're clearly a weasel. Yeah, they're a weasel, not a snail. <laughs> So Corvus is just running around looking for sta <laughs> for a staff as a weasel. You can see them like um, you know leaping and bounding around these weapons, narrowly avoiding sharp edges. Glob tries to oh. leap and bound like a weasel too, but it's more like somebody rolling a sausage violently across the floor. <laughs> I will say this as what far as finding stays go. The closest thing you find in size and general figure is a broom in the kitchen. So, if you would like to use a broom as a quarterstaff, I Corvus, I found this broom. It was just flying, and I thought you'd like it. Flying, just... you say? Yeah, it was just hovering in the air. Interesting. I will hold on to this. Ready. You take the broom as... for whatever purposes you may use it for. Quick, cast identify somebody. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Like, Corvus, I think, is gonna take this broom to Ludo and Hayes and be like, can you detect magical properties on this broom? It is said it can fly. I'm sorry, I, I don't know that. I don't know that spell. <laughs> oh, guys, sorry. Alas. Yeah, I also don't know spells, really. Alas. Hayes, what was it you wanted to do in these days? Hayes wants to um, find a time to talk to Corvus privately about what they've witnessed. Once, um, once Hayes found out about the whole sleep watching thing, they've been very nervous about it. Hi. So I've uh, been thinking lately. Um, were you serious about the whole watching us in our sleep thing? I'm always serious. Actually, that's not true. But I was serious. You all are very interesting, and I wish to get closer to you. So I was watching you, and through watching you, I had a feeling I was merging consciousness with you, and it appears to be true. Okay then. Um, do you happen to notice anything interesting? Interesting? Everything about you is interesting, Hayes. What in particular are you? Oh, thanks. Oh, oh wow. Okay, well, you're gonna make me say it. Um, perhaps I didn't look myself? You did look different, yes. Thoughts? It's just, I don't know, you're acting very normal about this and I'm not really used to that. Well, you're always beautiful, Hayes. No matter what form you take, you're just, there's something special, Hayes. Hayes doesn't know how to respond. Hayes is silent. Hayes there is, is a to Corvus. This is so fucking cute. The Hayes in my brain literally went, went, went. Hayes is gone. Hayes.exe has stopped working. <laughs> So cool, 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 cool. Yes, you are. Guys, Corvus has game. Shippers rejoice. I literally don't know what to do with myself right now. Yeah, I said Hayes.exe stopped working. I think Salem.exe stopped working. I'm so happy because my ship is starting to sail. Oh my god. Hayes, since you're not speaking. <laughs> Corvus. Corvus is fidgeting with their wrists nervously, like just twisting the wrists. 
What had you um, said? Um, <laughs> since Hayes is not speaking, suddenly Corvus is talking on the third person. I guess they're nervous. What does Hayes oh, think okay. of Corvus? Visual aid. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hayes thinks Corvus is very interesting and very endearing. Um, I'm relieved, actually, that you're the first one to find out. Corvus feels I don't honored really know why. Corvus doesn't know why they feel honored either, but um, I'm glad it's mutual haze. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. I I guess is is that the? I think that's the. the I think they awkwardly. Yeah, I think they just awkwardly like leave. Like okay, all right. Beautiful. Literally does not say goodbye. Just says all right. Wow. Uh, so, um, did Glob want to do anything other than be a parrot? Yeah. Uh, Corvus is really cool, and they are staying up and like watching people. So I'm gonna do that too. So you need your rest. <laughs> I I try He'll to stay up eventually. and watch people, but I just fall asleep like immediately after they go to bed. So we get there, and Glob has four levels of exhaustion just for trying <laughs> to stay asleep past his bedtime. I don't know. It's like. Uh, I see them sleeping, and then I think oh, I should just go to sleep too. Oh, and then in the I future, only, we... yeah, I only last like two or three minutes, and then I'm out. In the future, we should totally run a small campaign that's you're all playing like kids, and that's one of the mechanics is if you don't go to bed at your <laughs> bedtime, you automatically get levels of exhaustion. <laughs> that's great. Um, so I think on the last day. Um, I think Ludo kind of gathers everyone together and um, goes, hey, um, real quick, before we get there, um, is there a way for us to maybe try and find out if uh, Uncle Xander knows anything about my powers? Because I just found out something about my powers um, night before last, and um, it's a little bit scary. Uh, so my mom, I think she made a deal with the thing, and now I can blow stuff up. And I don't want to blow stuff up anymore. Um, Ludo uh, flips the lighter open. Uh, hey, Mr. Fire Guy, could you come say hi? That'd be okay. Make a, <laughs> make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, that's a 14. There is no response. <laughs> uh, well, he came and talked to me uh, the other night, and um, I thought it was going to catch everything on fire, and then it didn't, so that was good. Um, Ludo just kind of like closes the, the the lighter. I don't know what it is or who he is. Um, but would that be okay if we tried to maybe find that out? Because it sounds like if I if I want to stop having powers, I'm gonna have to talk to my mom eventually. I too wish to speak to your mother. What we said? I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Yeah. I it, it had the energy of like somebody upset being like, I want to speak to your manager. Like, okay. but. It just had such an extra edge to it. <laughs> I need you to call your parents after school today. We have a conversation. We have a conversation. Well, right. buddy, that's up to you. Do you need, like, fuel for your lighter or something? There's a bunch of lamp oil. I can get that. We can make a big fire. Uh, no, no, I'm going to do it. I was like, maybe we don't do that on the ship. Wait, do we have a bunch of that like blowy up lantern oil? No, just any, just any like lamp oil or anything that was okay. on is on this ship, which isn't nearly as much. Yeah. Okay. 
You guys didn't specifically bring any with you. You used it to blow up the ship. Well, so. I, was, I was wondering if there was any like already on this ship. There is some already on the ship. Okay, cool. So we do have some blowing up lamp oil. Yeah, nice. not enough to probably create a bomb, but I mean enough to definitely burn the ship to the ground if you used it wrong. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Into the space. Okay. Uh, yeah, burn the ship to the endless void. That's what I meant to say. Well, maybe, maybe at the end, maybe after after we find out what else we want to know, and then that way, if uh, he doesn't know and then gets weird about it, we can just run. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Corvus. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, Hayes, uh, will try and um sleep separately from everyone else if it's possible. Okay, a little difficult. I mean, you can sleep separately, but. I imagine Corvus is going to kind of find you wherever you are on the ship. Mm. There's not a place to hide. Are you yeah, that's to be... fine. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. But you can totally find. I mean, there's because you need to consider the size of the original crew that was on here. There's space for all of you to sleep. Um, Corvus, you are watching people in the night. Yes. I feel like Corvus may notice that, you know, they had the conversation with Hayes and Hayes is now sleeping separately from everyone. Hayes and... has always slept separately from everyone. Okay, great. Yeah. Because then they would feel kind of like guilty, like hmm, yeah. There's no, nothing really different, I wouldn't think, in Hayes's behavior after that conversation. Like sleep, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Corvus is just you know, hooray! I can talk to my friends in their brains. But just it's important for me to know: Do you go and watch Hayes one of the three nights while they sleep? Mm, I, I guess nothing would change. Like they just so rotate. Would? Yeah, I was gonna say Hayes would Hayes would probably clarify that like they're okay with it. Based, I would like you to please go ahead and make a perception check for me, Corvus. Okay, um, that is eight plus four for twelve. Twelve. Late one night, you rotate from watching Ludo kind of curled up, lighter held in his hand, as he falls asleep. Bridget, kind of curled up, right, right up into him. Glob is slowly melting into a puddle on the floor, um, vibrating with each snooze that comes out. You go and you find Haze. You go and you find Haze, wherever they might be sleeping. And you see that same change that you've seen every night before. And you watch. There's a little bit of tossing and turning in the night Haze asleep. You just kind of watch each turn in the bed, flicker of the eyes, clenching of the fists, tensing of the facial muscles. Out of the corner of your eye, for just a split second, you swear a shadow on the wall above her flickers in a way that makes no sense whatsoever. Like for just a moment it gains its own autonomy. Like something was there and then fled. Uh, and that's uh, all. It goes back and you almost feel like it was just you know, your peripheral vision playing tricks on you, but just a little thing that happens one night. Um, may I ask who the shadow flickered above? Haze. Haze. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Eventually, you all come to the end of this journey as you crest through this astral waste, and eventually in the distance. At first, you think it's an asteroid of sorts, much, much, much smaller than Alcrin. Not with its own atmosphere or anything of the like. And then the closer you get, it gains sort of a spiky 
protruding texture to it. And eventually you see that is a cluster. Maybe there's an asteroid hidden somewhere underneath, but a cluster of dismantled and wrecked uh, starships patched together, strapped with rope and any other metal bands that can be used to hold it all together. As it slowly drifts through space, you can see light pouring out, almost like a spherical city of sorts, um, if it were big enough to be called something like that. But you know that this is the shipyard that Xander operates out of, a hideaway of scum and illegal activity here in this corner of the cosmos, banded together in such a way to make it appear as though it's an asteroid to the eyes of the Goldaren gaze. But more of a black market trading ground. And as you come within a medium distance of it, a series of ships begin to make their way out to greet you. And that's where we'll pick up next episode. Oh boy. Ooh. That's that was interesting. That was... <laughs> Thanks, guys. Else, huh? <laughs> Thanks guys so much for listening. That was a lot of a lot of exposition, a lot of character backstories. Um which was fun. Uh, and next time we'll uh, we'll meet up with uh, with Xander. Um, you can catch us at uh, Twitter.com/slash/RollMorePodcasts. Um, you can also find uh, my socials at Twitch.tv/slash/Farad. You can find Ada's socials at Twitch.tv/slash/PlumPaste. Yep. And we've also got a Patreon, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Patreon.com/slash/RollMorePodcasts, uh, where you can access our after show uh, spaghetti. Uh, where we throw shit at the wall to see what sticks, as well as some additional content we'll be recording shortly. Uh, so, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, so it's a choice. Most of, the, most of the time they don't, meaning they're nudists. So they're nudists. Oh my god, how did I go from being, like... Horrified isn't it, by this. Isn't that so oh, ironic, right. though? Because they're nudists of the claw. Let's start I will the episode, leave this. Guys. <laughs> we'll leave this fucking episode. Listen, uh, there have been some full jokes made on this show, and I get I get to make one. All right. You're right. You're right. Especially because most of them are made by me. It's fine. True. Lee can cut this down in post. <laughs> no, leave it all in, Lee. <laughs>